Well, good afternoon. Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday at 6.30 in the evening. And we've got food and culture served up, ready to serve to you. It's steaming on the tables. It's ste- it's, you're at the tables. It's steaming in the kitchen. It's coming to the tables. You're at the tables. That's the order anyway. i got to check on that. But in the meantime, we've got some... Uh, some Louis Armstrong for you. Why? Because there's a new release by Louis Armstrong that has a food connection to it, but also because it's Louis Armstrong, right? So, also, there's a third reason that the reasons just keep piling up like mashed potatoes on a plate. You see, Louis Armstrong does a collection of songs for Fats Waller, and we're going to hear a song from that collection. And at 7 o'clock, Arbolf is going to help you face the music with music of Fats Waller and music that Fats. Waller has begat and such. So starting out here with Louis Armstrong from his album called Satch Plays Fats, here is Honeysuckle Rose. Have some, won't you? Say, I have no use for other sweets of any kind, baby, since the day you came around. From the start I instantly made up my mind That you're the sweetest sweet that can be found You so sweet Oh, Pops Can't be beat You mean it? Nothing sweeter ever stood on feet Yes, everyone to be filled with jealousy When they see you out with me I don't blame them, goodness knows Say, when you're passing by, flowers droop inside, and I know the reason why. You're much sweeter, goodness knows. Honeysuckle rose. Mm, don't buy sugar. You just have to touch my cup. Say, you're my sugar. It's sweet when you stir it out Babe, when I'm taking sips from your tasty lips Seems the honey family trips Your confection, goodness knows
Oh, dear, a little special surprise on your plate there. It was Louis Armstrong and Honeysuckle Rose. Not only Louis Armstrong, though, an additional vocalist on that record. That was Louis Armstrong and Velma Middleton. From the album Satch Plays Fats, Louis Armstrong doing music for Fats Waller. And again, Fats Waller, a whole show of Fats Waller and Fats Waller-influenced music starting at 7 on Face the Music. In the meantime, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm still Mike. It's been it's been going pretty consistently like that lately. Now, here's some news for you re- regarding food and growing of food and stuff. The group called Growing Hope in Ypsilanti is having a grand opening and dedication of, of its new Growing Hope Center in the city of Ipsy. After many years with many hands, hearts, and hearts, you know, should I just tell you what's going on? Yes, the Growing Hope Center has moved into its permanent home at 922 West Michigan Avenue in Ypsilanti. They say all are welcome to celebrate and dedicate Growing Hope's permanent rooting in the community on the afternoon of May 5th this Saturday. The Rain or Shine celebration will take place from 1 to 4 p.m. this Saturday with an official dedication at 2.30. Visitors will also be able to tour the center and participate in adult and children's activities. The Growing Hope Center is a demonstration and training site for urban farming, sustainable gardening, and green building. It's a tangible symbol of Ypsilanti's hope for positive economic and community futures. Year-round demonstrations of food production in gardens and hoop houses happen there, classes in a small teaching kitchen, indoor and outdoor gathering and learning spaces, offices, a lending library that includes tools and books, and the entire staff are now in one space. So everyone's welcome. Donations will be gladly accepted, says Growing Hope. RSVPs, RSVPs are encouraged, and Growing Hope's Email address is volunteer at growinghope.net. Actually, of course, that is the volunteer email, and the website is growinghope.net. So this Saturday in Ypsilanti, a new facility for Growing Hope and a big celebration. Also, some local news about a small food business and some land in the area. This is from a press release that came out today. The Ann Arbor Township Farmland and Open Space Preservation Program has recently closed on two more farmland preservation projects. This is in collaboration with the City of Ann Arbor Greenbelt Program. One of these pieces of property is about 65 acres in size. It's on the west side of Nixon Road, immediately north of M14. A group of Ann Arbor businessmen bought the property over 40 years ago as an investment. Now a business called Green Things, which sells at the Ann Arbor Farmer's Market, will begin moving their business to that property over the course of this growing season. Green Things also sells to local restaurants and sells farm shares through a CSA. All this green stuff happening, it's spring. Stuff is sprouting out everywhere. Now, if I said to you, we are the Draft Beer Preservation Society, God save Mrs. Mop and good old Mother Riley. And if I then said, subsequently, we are the Custard Pie Appreciation Consortium, consortium, even if I said it like that, God save the George Cross and all those who were awarded them, what would you think? What would you think? Would you think, oh, it's the Kinks? Perhaps you would. They have a song called Village Green Preservation Society. We can now celebrate the preservation of land for food and little sprouty things coming out. In the meantime, we can celebrate that I immediately slapped this record on the turntable, and it says, don't play this side on the air. It says, pressed out of center, out of tune. Okay, you ready? Here goes. No, let's try that again, shall we? 
I just played that on the air, didn't I? Did that sound off-center and out of tune to you? Are you feeling a little off-center? Are you? How are you feeling? Are you feeling good? I hope you're enjoying the meal today. It's in your ears. It's delicious. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. That's the Kinks. And one of my favorite songs by them, Village Green Preservation Society, with important references to draft beer, custard pie, strawberry jam, and other things that are very important to all of us. Now, I've got a story here from San Francisco, Chinatown, with a wonderful peripheral Detroit connection. We're all about really, really peripheral connections here on this show, we being I and you. See, here's the deal. A 100-year-old Chinese restaurant in San Francisco, once known for having the world's rudest waiter, is slinging its last insults and barbecued pork noodle rolls. I read this on the web, and it's positively Shakespearean. I sling my last insults and barbecued pork noodle rolls at thee. Sorry. <clears throat> so, Sam Wo was the place. It was a Chinatown hole in the wall that typified the kind of ethnic eateries for which the city's culinary scene was lauded before it became a trendy haven for foodies. But it's closing. David Ho is a descendant of one of the restaurant's original owners. He decided to shut down after officials demanded extensive health and safety upgrades. Heartbroken customers lined up down the block to get a seat at one of the eight lunch tables, just eight, and to mourn the loss of another San Francisco institution. Sam Wo became a cultural mainstay in the 1970s through reports by the late San Francisco Chronicle columnist Herb Cain. 
and the Tales of the City novels by Armistead Maupin. More than a restaurant, it was, it was literary. Both men immortalized the restaurant by writing about the antics of Edsel Ford Fung, the waiter who was known for verbally abusing patrons and slamming dishes on tables. Edsel Ford Fung is a really great name, Edsel Ford being that peripheral Detroit connection. See, Fung died in 1984, but for a long time a sign maintained his gruff demeanor, a sign in the restaurant had, among its warnings, no booze, no jive, no coffee, milk, soft drinks, fortune cookies. Sam Bagler had been dining at Sam Wo since 1976. He recalled how Fung would refuse to serve people he didn't like the looks of and chastise customers who dared to complain when they were brought the wrong dishes. It was never quite clear whether his crustiness was genuine or an act, but it was always an experience, especially for locals who wandered in to take advantage of the restaurant's 3 a.m. closing time. That sounds like a Tom Waits moment right there. Begler said... Quote, the soup Nazi is the Dalai Lama compared to Edsel Ford Fung. He's the Don Rickles of restaurants. Unquote. Another devoted customer showed up to savor the last day atmosphere at Sam Wo. Michael Lyons said it seemed odd for inspectors to crack down on Sam Wo's managers now for failing to institute modern food safety techniques when the restaurant's old-fashioned methods like chopping and preparing meat dishes on a wood table near the front door was part of its charm. But Sam Wo, the Chinatown eatery, more than 100 years old, is no more, sadly. And as far as the idea of a rude waiter, waitress, you know, nobody likes to be treated rudely. But then again, there's the other side of the story. Now with the other side of the story is Belle and Sebastian. Folks? Dear catastrophe waitress, dear catastrophe waitress, I'm sorry if you seem to have the weight of the Girlfriend, dear catastrophe girlfriend. I'm sorry if he hits you with a full can of coke. It's no joke. Your face is bleeding. You'll soon be leaving this town to the clowns who worship no one but themselves. Thank you. 
Thank you, Bell and Sebastian. That's Dear Catastrophe Waitress. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture and serving food. I hope you're enjoying your food this evening. My name is Mike. I will be your server for this evening. In other news, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office says a sheriff's deputy has pleaded no contest to charges that he smuggled drugs into a courthouse jail by concealing them into a burrito. In a burrito. Into... He concealed them into on of a burrito. That is your English lesson for today. This is from the Detroit Free Press, though. This is exciting because something that is really terrible and scary, long and slithery with really horrible teeth at the end, could be tasty. Now, this is from the Detroit Free Press. Sea lamprey is an invasive species in the Great Lakes, but you know what? It's a key ingredient in a traditional English pie that will be given to Britain's Queen Elizabeth II for her Diamond Jubilee in June. Doesn't seem to deserve it, does it? But, but, but because the eel-like creatures are now a protected species in England, the city of Gloucester, which has given a pie as a gift to the monarch since the Middle Ages, made a request for the lamprey to the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, which was only too happy to supply them. Unfortunately, the English only needed a few to make a pie. Commission spokesman Mark Gaydon said we would prefer to send them truckloads of lamprey. The city of Gloucester used to give the king a lamprey pie each year at Christmas. Since 1836, though, the pie has been baked for only the monarch's special occasions, such as the queen's coronation in 1953 and her silver and golden jubilee anniversaries. Sarah Mackey of the Gloucester Folk Museum told the BBC News that she and a chef will bake the pie, the delicious lamprey pie, and she's researching ancient local recipes. One traditional 15th century recipe, get ready to smack your lips, calls for the creature to be cooked in a sauce of wine, vinegar, cinnamon, and its own blood, then baked in a tall crust. Mmm, mmm. Martin Kirby, a local journalist who took on the task of finding suitable lamprey for the occasion, said the pie crust is not supposed to be eaten and will be decorated with the city's coat of arms. Are you supposed to eat the lamprey? Mm. Eating too many lamprey, however, was said to be what killed King Henry I in 1135, according to Charles Dickens' A Child's History of England and other sources. Lamprey killed King Henry I. Let's have it in pie. In Great Lakes, in the Great Lakes, in Great of the Lakes. Your English lesson for today, number two. In the Great Lakes, lamprey are an invasive and barely controlled nuisance. I've got a neighbor like that. The lamprey attach themselves to the bodies of native fish, such as lake trout, and suck out their innards, usually killing them. I don't have a neighbor like that. That's good to know. Wow. Want some lamprey pie? Go join Queen Elizabeth II in England for her Diamond Jubilee in June. Now, the lamprey is a lowly creature, unappreciated, and that's okay with me. But what about smelt? Smelt can be unappreciated Here's a little story about a smelt that got away. My love, she has diamonds all down her side. When she shines in the light, yeah, my heart will collide. With the fortune we hold by our ill-fated birth There's so much to bear for how little it 
its word We stay clear of the shallows Come early spring Cause there's a man waiting there With boots on his feet With a sweet band of heave He calls out the tune And we dance like silver In the light of the moon
away for the fish who got away. Why, that's another whole song right there, isn't it? That's Dave Boutet, local man, playing music for a long time around town, happy to say. That is his waltz for smelt. And it's five minutes to seven, coming up on Face the Music with our Wolf. And I was talking earlier about Louis Armstrong, Louis Armstrong, perhaps more properly named. And I was going to tell you why I was playing a Louis Armstrong tune. One of the reasons is that, here's the story here from the Associated Press, a live recording of Louis Armstrong playing his trumpet for one of the last times is being released to the public for the first time. On January 29, 1971, Armstrong was a featured performer at the National Press Club in Washington. Celebrating the inauguration of fellow Louisiana native Vernon Louvier as the club's president. His only later performances on trumpet were quick TV snippets with Dick Cavett and Johnny Carson. This new album of that performance is called Red Beans and Ricely Yours, Satchmo at the National Press Club, and it's on Smithsonian Folkways. At the time, there was only a limited release of 300 LPs on vinyl. They were copied from the press club for people who were there. Over the 40 years since then, they were largely forgotten, but they are back. The new album, this is this is key here, the new album comes with 30 of Armstrong's favorite Louisiana recipes. Everything from Louisiana caviar to the Sazerac, which I hope I'm pronouncing correctly. It, they were all served at the press club where he performed, and so they are in there with the new CD. As for Sazerac, it's a local New Orleans tradition, says Wikipedia, of an old-fashioned cognac or whiskey cocktail named for the Sazerac de Forge et Fille, I hope that's right too, brand of cognac, that was, that was its original prime ingredient. It is sometimes referred to as the oldest known American cocktail with origins in pre-Civil War New Orleans. However, says Wikipedia, the word cocktail predates this by decades, first appearing in print in 1803. At first, it was first defined in print in 1806 as, quote, a mixture of spirits of any kind, water, sugar, and bitters, vulgarly called a bittered sling. Well, somebody's bitter, aren't they? Well, don't be bitter, be happy. It's a beautiful day out there. Thank you for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm going to fly away to Omaha for a week, and I'll be back in two weeks. So keep enjoying WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Arbor will help you to face the music in just a moment. Let's go out with some more Louis Armstrong, Louis Armstrong. I got it used to saying Louis Armstrong because that's his name. This is from an album called Ambassador Satch, another great name for him. And this is our final serving, our final course for this meal. This is Louis Armstrong and clarinet marmalade. Mm-mm. Please enjoy. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor.
I suppose our youngsters would say cornball or square. And now, CBN Radio brings you... broadcast uh, uh, media can do. You give them a sense of flavor. It's all vegetable. It's digestible. It's delicious and nutritious. Bite-sized and ready to eat. It's made with real egg formula. And here's a nice-looking record package in from New York. I woke up this morning with WCBN. America's ace of the airways. If this instrument is good for nothing but to entertain 